it got cold again. <sighs> Why? It's freezing cold. And of all things, I think there's also some sort of allergen in the air. Uh, my nose has been bothering me all day. Not sure about you folks that are living here in Beijing, if you're experiencing the same thing. Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. This here is my Daily Audio Digest. And uh, I was thinking about pre-recording a few of these uh, clips, segments, every day, and then, or at least whenever sort of the um, inspiration strikes, uh, or I have the information, I should say, because there's times when I'm, you know, I go throughout the whole day, and I had some idea that I thought I was going to be able to talk about later on, and then I forget. <laughs> so... I think one of the things I might do is uh, I might actually start just recording uh, segments whenever they sort of uh, come to me, whenever I have the information available and the time available and the sound space available. Now, whether or not I make recordings in like different sound environments, because I understand a lot of people, uh, I, I myself, listen to these things through headphones and I don't want it to be uh, jolting or disorienting having that sort of noise or if there is noise uh, in the background. Um, that being the case, is it going to be a big deal? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't do any post-production on these uh, these blog, audio blogs. So if I did, like, I'm, I'm just wondering how much of a distraction would it be? I guess we could do a test, see what it is, and uh, whether or not um, it works out. Uh, and if it doesn't, uh, if, if people don't like it, I mean, I can always go back, uh, or I can start doing some post-production on this on this thing, find out some way to uh, actually smooth out the audio. That's the thing, is that really one of the things that I typically do uh, in Logic is um, I apply a, uh, what would you call it, it's called an expansion uh, plugin, uh, and it's like it's like a noise gate, but it's not the same thing. Uh, the difference being that uh, with expansion, it, it, it kills a lot of like the hum, like the room hum room noise, uh, so it minimizes some of the frequencies that uh, sort of make up the background atmosphere that we don't pick up. Uh, I mean, we might as uh, we'll be aware that there's general noise in the background. But uh, having it pumped into our ears via headphones, it's a little bit different rather than having the complete 360 sound environment uh, that we, uh, we live in every day. Um, today was able to get quite a few things done with uh, both Chinese and March Motion. Uh, I'll tell you these March Motion projects, I'm, I'm behind on posting them. And I'm behind on making them too, mainly because uh, quite a few of them are a little bit more in depth, and they do take uh, a little while to get done. And it's not like you can half-ass these things. It's I was thinking about this, like why am I able, why was I able to uh, produce music or sound files a lot quicker than I am able to produce these things. And one of the, one of the major reasons is uh, because making my way around Logic Pro or even any sort of music recording is a lot easier. Whereas 
if I'm specifically trying to learn a program like Apple Motion, then I need to be at my computer, which has Apple Motion installed, uh, and I have to know what to do, which sounds funny, but I've mentioned this before with Apple Motion being one of these programs that it is intimidating when you open it up. You can It's very hard to just create something without knowing what can be created and how to go about creating it. One of the things, and I noticed this today, uh, one of these little bits that's sort of um, hidden, that if you don't know what it does, uh, or if you don't know what you're looking for, you, you'll you never think of it until someone actually points it out. And one of them is uh, the rigging, add to a rig, or parameter behaviors. And the, the way you find this is that when you're in the inspector, and you are, I don't know, you're near the uh, uh, position, the scale, the whatever, like any number of the uh, features that can be modified. Well, on the far right side of that information bar, there's a little, and only when you hover over that bar does this little arrow uh, appear, this down-facing arrow appear, and you click on that, and that opens up a little hidden menu. menu. So it's things like that, and I'm looking at going, you know, this is why it is sort of uh, very difficult just to sit down and figure things out. Uh, and just get put something together so quickly because it simply is a lot of it is actually hidden from you in, in an effort to keep things clean and sort of nice, uh, simple, so it's not too intimidating, not too intimidating to look at. But it's it's not like you can just put something together and be like, bam, done. Logic is uh, Logic Pro is similar in that that a lot of things are hidden, but. When you record something and you add an effect on it, you can hear it right away, right? There's no, you don't have to change anything really. It's like a compressor as a compressor, effects is an effect, um, you, you name it. Expansion is expansion, right? <laughs> and not only that, you can look up the basic modifications that you can do to an audio file to make it sound good and just copy-paste those and never really change it. Whereas with graphics, it's almost like a one-and-done feature. The one I was working on today uh, um, is actually called Liquid Glass. And it was, uh, again, by Simon Ubsdale. And I would say it's actually one of his more versatile offerings because it's one of these things where you can swap out the components of it. The effect is the same, but if you change the background, if you change the text, or even if you change the the, uh, the logo, then all of a sudden, the effect is the same, but the message is different. And so I was looking at that, I was playing around with it, I actually created four or five different examples of this uh, today, so I want to, uh, I'll bunch those all up and uh, uh, publish them later on. The other one that I was able to get done uh, was uh, this little spaceship twirling out of control, which is so simple. But with this, I want it, it, there's a little bit of a parallax going. So, like, uh, as the image is moving closer, the camera is moving far away, and then eventually the camera just pulls out completely and you know it, it outraces the image, and the image just becomes a little dot in the screen, sort of thing. Kind of neat to uh play around with, uh, sort of one of my first 
uh, yeah, one of my first attempts to sort of create something on my own without directly referring to a tutorial. Now, I have to qualify this is because this was inspired by a Ripple training uh, video uh, that I was trying to mimic last week, but just couldn't figure out how they got it together uh, because they gloss over it. Uh, and I couldn't get the elements to work properly, so I'm like, just, you know, whatever. I'm just going to do it the way that I know how to make it get done and publish it that way. So I'll have that one up uh, soon as well. The uh, There are a few other uh, elements that I want to work on with uh, Apple Motion, notably like animation. And there is at least one example of being able to build a, uh, a 2D character in motion that can then be rigged. And so rigging is basically just attaching uh, movement. It's, it's like, you know, string puppets, uh, those hand puppets. That's what rigging is, basically. It's like being able to control each limb independently. And it's a fantastic tool, but it takes a lot of work. And of course, there are easier programs out there, but if motion for 50 bucks American, I mean, if that's all you're willing to spend, uh, if that seems expensive, then yes, I mean, maybe you got to go back to hand drawing or something. But uh, when trying to do some animation uh, in Apple Motion, I was thinking, you know, it'd be kind of neat to try out a few different scenes. So I might um, create a few different characters. And again, this is one of those things where you create a template. And I don't know if, do you remember those uh, cartoons that we used to watch when we were kids? Uh, Care Bears comes to mind, Transformers. Um, He-Man, but uh, I'm dating myself, of course, but uh, the Spider-Man, not just those, the, the, what they were about, but the elements that they repeated, specifically, when Spider-Man is like flying through the air, or fly, like he's using his webs to swing from building to building, in that old cartoon, that 1980s cartoon, First of all, where is the web being attached to? Second of all, how many of those buildings... Can you count the number of times that the buildings they use are repeated? So things like that. Like you can build a simple scene like that in, in uh, motion and then use it. And you swap out the colors, swap out uh, the effects around it, and reuse it for different things. Now, I have no use to do this just yet. Um, but the other thing with... Um, that that style of animation that they had back then, they did a lot of hand animation uh, back then. So they were doing it on paper and then uh, often transferring it to film afterwards. It's possible to mimic that simplified version because it, it would take a lot for them to animate and they would plot out how long it would take for an arm to move, how many frames an arm to move uh, you know, across the screen, across a face, across a table, and you can see some of them are very stilted. Uh, it's just easier that way, right? And uh, it's it's quicker, and so you can do the same thing. Whereas motion now, what you can do is you animate the arm, you rig the arm, and then the computer fills in all the frames in between. That's a lot easier. So uh, I tried to do this last year with May You Make Your Movie, uh, that video challenge I did throughout the month of May last year, which I will do again this year, um, but uh, it, it didn't work the same way, so I, I'll have to revisit the idea. There are other programs to make this thing a lot easier. One that comes to mind right away is uh, Adobe Animate, 
and that program specifically deals with animation and matching voices to animated characters. You still need the animated characters, uh, or you can provide them. You can use the stock ones, but again, you're using stock images. Fully possible. I mean, and Adobe Animate costs what? Uh, well, it's part of the cloud subscription. I mean, you can probably just rent the, the program for a month, 30 bucks, $31, $32 a US, and uh, do as much as you can in a month. Um, easier said than done. <laughs> but uh, it should be possible to do some of these things uh, in motion as well. So that, that being the case, I mean, I am pushing ahead and uh, I was able to spend quite a few hours today on March Motion Projects and uh, progressed. It was nice. It was uh, I didn't have to watch the tutorials as closely as I used to, as I do seem to be learning a bit more of uh, my, my way around the, uh, the program itself. DJI has a new drone. It costs $45,000. <laughs> this one's neat. It's the uh, DJI Matrice 30T plus Dock, D-O-C-K. This thing, I mean, it's meant for enterprise. It's meant for um, oil and energy services like out in the field, uh, maybe large-scale agriculture, although it's more meant for inspections of working sites rather than for farmland that pretty much stays the same all the time. Um, fire crews, like emergency crews, they would probably need one of these. And if Ukraine probably could use a few of these as well, uh, given the, their, their current situation. But yeah, it's $15,000 for the, the uh, base model with thermal imaging. Cool. And then another, I think, $30,000 for the dock and this dock what it does is that it provides uh, it's portable so it, it you can put it in the back of your truck it takes up the whole truck uh, like the whole cab of the truck and uh, it'll provide a landing spot but also it'll charge the the drone in like two hours or 25 minutes i think it was and then you can take it off again so basically you go park your truck you charge it for 25 minutes you set the thing up in the air you go drive to the next destination the thing lands in your truck you charge for another 25 minutes and you keep on going so your inspections have gotten a lot easier hey this is that shit's cool i mean and i remember two years ago when the pandemic struck one of the things i was thinking about doing was becoming a drone pilot or just like a you know could i take my pilot license I, I'm not going to lie, last week's crash does not encourage me to become a pilot, uh, but there is a lot of learning you have to do. They don't just let you fly solo <laughs> at the beginning for obvious reasons. Um, I think it would be kind of cool to learn how to fly. At the same time, I know I'm very much a, a grounded person, I, though people might disagree with that. Maybe drones are the way that I would sort of satiate that interest in flying and i have my own little uh was a dji mavic 2 that thing's kind of cool to uh fly around but if, unless you live out in the countryside or you go to these places that don't have a lot of restrictions on drone usage it's i mean it sits in the cupboard and honestly then you go traveling you throw that thing in there it adds another uh six or seven pounds to your, your luggage and i mean i've taken it around china with my uh, with me uh, I've got some 
uh, a few shots, but not too many. I have much more with my, my little GoPro than I do with the drone. I have it anyway. Uh, it's not gonna, it's not useless yet because it's it shoots 4K, uh, so it's got another five or six years uh, on it. Uh, that would be cool to have. Although with the latest lockdown in China <laughs> happening, I mean it might sit there for another five or six years anyway. Uh, so yeah, forty-five thousand dollars for a new drone and and dock would be kind of cool to have, but uh, not. I'm not in that. Uh, that field of expertise that I need it. That being the case, it's one of those things I was thinking that'd be kind of cool to learn. Now, just and a skill. It is a skill that's going. It's it's there, and you don't need to be a pilot necessarily. You don't need to be a, be able to fly airplanes to fly a drone. I mean, it helps a little bit, but flying a drone is more like a video game plus real world safety than flying an airplane like you're not responsible for a lot of uh for a lot of different lives and you can argue yes well drones can kill people sure yes i i get it i gotcha but you're not loading the drone with a bunch of people <laughs> right it's that's not that's what i'm referring to anyway uh would be kind of cool but we'll we'll see how uh, the esl industry shapes up uh over the next couple of years was able to get some of my Chinese done. I am inching closer through the second book for the HSK-5 uh, course book. I did the characters for chapter 32, and then I read the texts for chapter 20, I think. So yeah, I'm working uh, from both ends with the idea that I was just going to... This is the first pass. Um, I've actually been posting these characters... <laughs> on online so i've been posting them onto my uh, youtube channel you can see me write all of these characters i do it it's a screen recording i don't do it by hand uh there's various reasons for that but uh i i don't i don't know would people want to see my hand writing a bunch of characters you'd have to speed it up and i think maybe for my own benefit i might do it but it is a lot of characters <laughs> it's 2500 words and characters for hsk5 um, and it took me hours to do HSK4. I, think, I can't remember the total number of hours it took me to get through all of the HSK4 characters. Uh, I posted a video of the final result, but I never recorded each individual uh, writing of the character. Maybe something I can do. I mean, it looks like I'm going to have the time. Uh, lockdowns and work preventions and everything. Um, that being the case... Carrying on with uh, the uh, Chinese studies and was supposed to have Russian class today, didn't she? Had to reschedule, uh, so hopefully on Friday we'll still have a class. Thinking, um, like I've been having two or three classes of Russian a week, that's good. I like it. Russian is so much easier than Chinese, uh, just in terms of the cognates, like the, the vocabulary transfers a lot easier than the sounds that are attached to characters in Chinese like I'm thinking of like how do you how do you say Elon Musk in Russian how do you say Elon Musk in Chinese and if you don't you can read it in Russian once you know the alphabet you can't always read it in Chinese even if you might know the characters <laughs> yeah or or vice versa you know the sounds but you don't know the characters that's that's that one's even worse because then you're like oh 
And people are like, oh, I, th- I thought you knew Chinese. And you're like, I do, but I can't read it. Well, so how can you know Chinese if you can't read it? So yeah, can, continuing on with those things uh, as well. I didn't get a chance to update my website, but uh, the uh, audio blogs have been updated as of Saturday, so you can uh, check out those archives. Hard to believe that we're coming to the end of March already. And uh, we're getting into April, which is uh, kind of neat because, you know, I'll, I'll try this Adobe After Effects and see how it goes. Uh, I'll uh, have to uh, discuss that a little bit more on another time. Payday, folks in Beijing, in China, you one-monthers who only get paid once a month, uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Remember, one little piece of advice that I've picked up over time Whatever you can do, put away a month's worth of rent into fixed income. So you you know bank interest, bank deposit, or something. Even if it's only two percent, just it's better if you don't lose it, rather than trying to spend it on something that might make you money. Just a little piece of advice I've learned uh, the hard way. <laughs> All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Show notes and tracks available on my website, stevensersky.com. And yes, I am working on episode number 30 for my podcast. That will be up this week for sure. Thanks, folks. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.